Welcome to Con Café. This is the 13th day of April, year of our Lord, 2023. So glad you could join us, and I praise God for you. I praise God for being able to speak again without my mouth hurting. Long story, getting to it in a bit, but we're looking at the letter, no, not the letter, the book of Acts, chapter 2, beginning with the first part of verse 14, skipping to verse 22 all the way to 32 in the New International Version of the Bible. The lectionary is called God Raised Jesus to Life. And I'm saying that as adamantly as I can, believing it, trusting it, praying that you believe it and that you're living it and that you're sharing it with others as well. God raised Jesus to life. Hear now these words from the book of Acts, verse 14. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said about him, way back in Psalms, I saw the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet, and he knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne, seeing what was to come. He spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of death, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, good day, Cafe family. Yes, I've been gone for a few days and was not able to write, let alone think or even speak. The fun of getting old is the unexpected aches and pains, creaks and moans that come from within. <laughs> in my case, on Monday, Thursday, I was feeling the start of a pain in my jaw right around here. And long story short, by Saturday, when Jesus had descended to hell to preach to the captives there, my jaw felt like it was right there alongside the least of the captives in severe pain. So I went to our uh, clinic sick Saturday, had to convince the lady there I was really sick and not just wanting to be among children that were coughing and sick with colds and flu. And saw a very nice doctor who prescribed some antibiotics. He said he had also seen another gentleman who had had a long-term cold like Nellie and I had had, and this was one of the after effects for him. And so he gave me the antibiotics. And I thank God that that started the work on it because by Saturday, Saturday night, Oh, man, I, it was just severe pain. I was thankful one of our daughters that was here visiting gave me some Tylenol 3 
which helped a bit. But the by the Sunday morning, the antibiotics kicked in, the pain had subsided a bit, still couldn't quite open my mouth, and we were invited to Houston to go care for our grandsons there. Uh, I asked for prayers for um, my son-in-law, Jesse, and his family. His uh, maternal grandmother passed away, and so we asked that God comfort them, be with them. But Nellie and I were there taking care of the boys while uh, Jesse and Katie went to to Mathis, Texas, for the funeral. So, long story short, here I am. I ask your blessing. I would go to I'm going to the dentist here at three thirty. He's going to check out what's going on, uh, causing this pain as well. So, prayers for me and for all who need prayers. So, blessings to you, dear friend. Thank you for joining us. May God guide May God guide your path today. I also ask for prayers as I prepare to preach at the home church in Gonzales this coming Saturday, 8.30 and 10.45. At the event, we know it's Pentecost, which I was reading from. The coming of the power of the Holy Spirit uh, gives Peter the boldness and the words to stand up and to address all of his fellow Jews who were gathered there for another reason. All of those people there were not there for the coming of the Holy Spirit. They were there for the celebration of the giving of the law. These were people from all over the world. They had come to thank God for the giving of the law, but they find themselves amongst people that were being transformed in an unexpected way. And keep in mind, he's a fisherman from Galilee. But Peter is a graduate of I was there by Jesus' side seminary. And preach Jesus, he does. This was his opportunity, and he took it. Peter declares the, the accreditation of Jesus by God to do miracles, signs, and wonders, which God chose to do among the Jews and others, all part of God's plan. And turning personal, he says, almost pointing to them, and you, with the help of wicked men, put Jesus to death by nailing him to the cross. All people nailed to the cross stay dead. That was just accepted. It was it was common practice. The dead stay dead, period. But here Peter says, but God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. The common understanding of the day, I'll repeat it again, the dead stay dead. To say something different from this is a cause for people to laugh at you. Now, when Ellie and I were first married, uh, we had a wonderful time. But at night, right before I would doze off to sleep, Nellie had <laughs> a, a, a practice of telling me stories from her childhood growing up in La Jolla. And, and I suppose you could categorize some of these stories as ghost stories. <laughs> Now I'm a man of faith, but as a man, I confess, I don't cotton to hearing or being around ghosts, especially right before you're going to sleep. I don't want my dreams to be tainted in any any, any way that's going to keep me up. The only ghost I love being around is the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Nellie was and is an amazing woman to this day. She was a teacher and when we first married, and she would stay up super late. Then arise at five or so in the morning, do all that she needed to do to get ready. She would go to school, do her teaching, come home, fix supper. We'd have our evenings and nights together, and 
she could stay up, like I said, 12.30, 1 o'clock, doing all she needed to do, plan her lesson, her lessons and the like. The unexpected stories <laughs> could cause this old man to stay up. I was an old man, but it, it, to stay up <laughs> wondering and thinking on the stories that she was um, telling me. <laughs> but I, you know, as she told the stories, I would seek to clutch tighter uh, my wife. <laughs> and it dawned on me as I'm writing this, ah, there's the reason for the story. She knew I'd get scared and I had to hold her tighter. <laughs> I was today years old when I, I realized that. But once a story that stayed with me was the death of a young mother that had two small children. Now, it's painful to think that such a death could happen, but it does. And, and I would think, man, just the pain that that caused to those little children and all to all the family, including her husband. And uh, then the story goes on that the young father would leave the children alone for the day and return home as soon as he could to check on them, only to find that the two had been bathed and dressed nicely. Who begged you? Who dressed you? The dad would ask the kids. And the kids both would say, Mommy. Now, that was the unexpected and not believed response on the part of the dad. And he didn't think more of it, didn't ask any more of it because they were young, beneath an age, they could truly explain things. And so one day he said, I'm going to go back and check this out. So he acted like he was going to work and then stopped went back, and as he looks in the window, there is the mother bathing and dressing the children. And then she looks up, sees him, and just says, you saw me, and then disappears forever, never to be seen again. Now, this story, whether it's true, rarely happened or not, it is kind of a story of hope, of resurrection, perhaps of comfort, perhaps to entertain, perhaps to scare. But as entertaining in this story, maybe to some, this story that I just read from the book of Acts is a true coming back to life from the dead story of a man that was dead and now is undead, a man that was dead and now lives forever. It's the fulfillment of a hope shared by Jesus. Now, the resurrection was the most powerful event in human history, in my opinion. The movements that had so-called messiahs who were killed died off. You can look at any number of, of movements that had different leaders. They killed the messiah or the leader of the group. They're gone. They're dead. But this movement, it continued. The head of the movement for a time was Peter and uh, changed hands. And the movement continued, never dying. And the power behind those who believed in Jesus and took leadership and those who believed in his resurrection became powerful in their efforts to promote and grow the movement. The wonder, signs, and miracles continued even to this day. Indeed, God has raised his only son, Jesus, to life, and you and me are witnesses of this. Carry on. Let's pray. Loving God of the unexplainable, make new in us the power of the resurrection and renew us with the indwelling spirit that gives us the victory over all things. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray this allows you to have a great and blessed day in the Lord. 
Uh, if this has blessed you, please like it. Please subscribe. Please pass it on to bless someone else. Here's your call to action. Live a life that shows the new life that Christ has given you. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. I'm Pastor Adonio Wendt-Bentley. Uh, I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. I thank God for you and I love you. See you, man. Amen.